Welcome to Just Go With It, a podcast by 20-somethings for 20-somethings. Fun, flirty, and keeping it real. An absolute riot these days. If it isn't over the top, it ain't us. They came out of college on top. Then life hit them in the face. Be a bit more professional, please. Couldn't shut us up then. Won't shut us up now. Here are the tips and tricks you are going to need to get through your 20s. We are getting into it. Strap yourselves in for a wild ride. Live on air. I'm Abby. And I'm Ashley. Good Lord, it's already season two. Grab a drink, take a seat, and get ready to just go with it. What's going on, ladies and gents, but mostly ladies? Welcome back to Just Go With It. Actually, 92% ladies. 92% (laughs) ladies. You know what? This podcast is for the girls, and I love it. We love to see it. Um, Welcome back. Happy Friday. Happy hour. It's the weekend. I was just telling Ashley, I think it's been like a really long time since I've been absolutely feral in terms of going out and tonight's gonna be wild I can just feel it in my bones bumping into walls off of vodka sodas yeah like just I've been real tame with the drinking lately which is fine I just haven't been in the mood to like go out out and tonight all bets are off I'm off my hinges I'm off my rocker don't call don't text who knows what's gonna happen I'm scared so if anyone is listening and happens to be going out tonight in Nashville and you see Abby making a fool of herself um, you know go ahead and here first. <laughs> take a video of that. That'll be worth something in one day. <laughs> and what are your weekend plans, Ashley? Please share with well, us. I wish that you were here because tonight we're hanging out. Some of our college best friends are all hanging out in San Diego. And so I'll spend the San night. Diego. The one and only. I'll spend the night there. And then tomorrow I have my friend's birthday and it's the dress up as a karaoke for karaoke as a singer album song. Um, oh, so there's that. And then tomorrow. <laughs> I wait, mean, wait, wait. Which one are you doing? Well, I don't know. I have several options. I'll just tell them to it's you. It's tomorrow and you don't know? Yeah, it's tomorrow and I don't know. Let me go. I'm I so have concerned. Well, I already know that okay. you would be Casey Musgraves. No, of course. We'll talk later. Um. Yeah, I don't – I'm wasting time going and scrolling. We'll talk. We'll I talk. I didn't want to edit this at all. <laughs> yeah, you're wasting. <laughs> okay. Here are cop-out ideas of stuff that you already have at home in your closet – are or costumes yeah that anyone oh, this is good because october is yeah, there tomorrow. you go taylor swift you belong with me music video like white t-shirt glasses hold up a sign uh pajama pants yep, hair totally. and a easy <laughs> another one especially if you happen to have a guitar laying around your house that you already have at home jimmy buffett hawaiian shirt <laughs> lay- <laughs> straw hat and guitar something that i thought would be really fun and i have like three out of four parts shania twain man i feel like a woman remember that one top hat white dress shirt black dress tall black boots black gloves mesh on face yes mesh on face <laughs> and then i have more screenshots further up that i can send to you later but yes tomorrow, the jimmy buffett one is good for our eight percent boy listenership Shout out to you, boys. Shout out to you. Um, So that's that. That I need to figure out. But I will keep you abreast on what I decide to do. Okay. That's exciting. I wish I was there so badly to hang out with you guys. Me too. And it's almost making – putting a damper on the whole thing the more we talk about it. (laughs) I'd rather not know that you – guys are just like literally going to have the worst time because I'm not there. I just know. I might internally. (laughs) Internally, you're just going to be thinking, Abby would have made a joke right now. and uh, Yeah, we got to see each other so. really soon. The way I said yeah. yeah right now, I sounded like when the that girl on TikTok who she pretends she's in a coming-of-age movie and she's like, you should really decide who you are going to go to the prom with. <laughs> you better hurry up. Yeah, the way you, <laughs> the way you did the side of your mouth too. Yeah, it's exactly like that. 
love those. Um, all right. Well, first things first, I think it's important that I address all of our new listeners slash followers on TikTok. Um, I did absolutely pop the fuck off on TikTok this week. You guys, thank you so much for your support. Like you just won Miss America. This is my like Academy Award speech mm-hmm. when I go up there and I, I take the award and I'm like, I'd like to thank God in the Academy. I'd like to take thank all my new TikTok fans and followers and fellow tall girlies with athletic builds, Plank of Wood. Shout out to you guys. Um, I just sometimes like to go on TikTok and vent and like share my own personal experience. And you never really know where your thoughts and opinions are going to go on that thing. And I'm so glad they found the right people. So shout out to you guys. I'm going to be making a lot more body confident, body positive content specifically for us tall girls going to represent. Um, but welcome to the podcast. We're going to talk about a lot today, including positive self-talk, because I think that's a topic that is evergreen and we can always be working on that as we grow and mature and continue to create our create ourselves, our own visions of ourselves Before we get into all of that stuff, I'm going to bring up something that really ruined my October. I finally watched Practical Magic for the first time a few nights ago. We're not even to October yet and it's already ruined. (laughs) (laughs) Abby can't stand how many times I brought up Practical Magic in the past 40 hours to her because I think today's Friday. It was Wednesday night. Every time you say Practical Magic, I think of the song Library Magic by the Head and the Heart. Interesting. Well, that sounds like a you problem. It's a really Um, good song. Me and my friend – we well, she came over. We made some sort of fall dessert. I sent the recipe to Abby. She's not going to touch it because she doesn't know how to turn on her oven. That's fine. Nope, nope. Um, been there, done that. Talked about that already. And but on the rare chance I do, I have that recipe you sent me. So thank you. It's really good. And okay. so we both hadn't seen Practical Magic yet, even though obviously it seems like the perfect October movie. The aesthetic, the music. It, there are some quotable lines. The sisterhood and the movie really sucked. <laughs> By all intents and purposes, it sucked. Not aesthetically, but the issue was that you would think it's about two sisters falling in love with men, right, and then being witches. But no, this – if you read the description online, it's about a murder, how one of them kills what? some abusive boyfriend and then they have to hide the body and then the detective comes and it's like all this nonsense. And one Literally second – what? One second, she's jumping into that fruit vendor's arms. You see that – I sent you that <laughs> clip mm-hmm. from TikTok. And the next second, there's a murder happening and that guy's gone already. Like there's a lot of nonsense so They were just trying to do too much Too much. I think I okay. could have written a better script for it. It's like when you're at a restaurant and there's just too many things on the menu and you know good and well that they're not going to do all the things on the menu well and they should have just stuck to the basics. Yes. So go ahead and do yourself a favor and just watch clips of it on TikTok if you were thinking to yourself, maybe this is the year that I'll watch Practical Magic because that's an hour. (laughs) I'm sure no one is thinking that but you, but yeah, for sure. (laughs) Because that's over two hours. I'll never get back because we kept having to pause to look stuff up on Wikipedia to see what was going on. (laughs) Isn't it like a 90s Sandra Bullock film where she's like she's so young? really pretty and she's like early 30s. Like a little baby. And Nicole Kidman. Baby Sandra. Nicole Kidman. Oh, Nicole Kidman. Okay, yeah, no. Honestly, I haven't seen it either, but you're not making a good case for you it. You should watch so the first – I won't be watching. You should watch the first 15 minutes. Those were pretty good. It was just like cute. <laughs> okay, also if you're new to the podcast, something we like to do is called Snack Time and we talk about the content we've been consuming. It can be movies, films, podcast, books. In terms of content, I have been on a One Tree Hill absolute rabbit hole. We always do this. 
then we always do this. I know. But like I so I'm listening to the Drama Queens podcast, shout out iHeartRadio. I try to listen or watch one episode of One Tree Hill and then listen to the corresponding podcast. But lately I've just been binge watching One Tree Hill because I can't turn it off. And it's so good, you guys. Like I will seriously say this with my chest. I think it's one of the best TV series to ever be created ever. Is this it's too so is this too camp of me to wear for the karaoke thing? <laughs> The Lucas Scott signed jersey that I have and seeing Gavin DeGraw. <laughs> Stop. That's so fun, Ashley. I do that. Tell them what I got you for your no, birthday. No, no, no. The jersey. The jersey jersey. Oh, but I guess oh, well. I could just wear that. Make that and then rip yeah, it yeah. off. I could, wear, I could wear the jersey over the thing like Lucas does actually when he's playing basketball down the dark street. Winter Hill fans, she's talking about Chad Michael Murray and I got her the Keith Scott body shop sweatshirt. Yes. And then, the iconic one where he's dribbling the basketball. And, and I can't wear the jersey over it that I have that I got signed what? by Chad Michael Murray. Yeah. That's one of my prized possessions. I forgot that I have that. Maybe I'll do that. But yes, One Tree Hill has so many life lessons about life, love, and the pursuit of happiness. I, Especially Mr. Whitey Durham. He's got a lot of one-liners. Mm-hmm. And even three, when you grow out of your 20s, you can learn some life stuff from the adults in that show. No, Totally. It's the perfect balance between fun, feel-good, heartwarming, exciting content and then also like really emotional, deep things. Like the characters are working through some heavy stuff. Maybe you should be Brooke Davis for one of your Halloween nights. I'm thinking about it, but would I have to wear like the Ravens cheerleading costume? I don't know. I'll do some research. I'll do some research for you later. Okay. Okay. (laughs) But – Okay, so that's your content. I'm not done with that's mine. That's my content. I'm so consumed. The book that I'm reading sucks ass, <laughs> but I'm just trying to get through it. Okay, so I'm going to pack with myself. The book. I'm trying to read 50 books by the end of the year, and some of them just aren't going to hit, okay? And this one's not hitting. It's called The Secret Hum of a Daisy, and it's supposed to be very coming of age. Are you have it right there. Hold up the cover so I can see. Yeah. It sounded like it was going to be good when I read the front and the back, and I think it's just a little too young for me maybe. Mm-hmm. Or something. I don't know. It's just it's not gripping me in the way that it's it was sort of is like um the great alone kind of vibes. Mm-hmm. Like she's going through a lot of hardship and she is a new orphan and like all these things. I don't know. But orphan. honestly, I don't recommend it. So book people don't don't seek it out. I have also been in a reading slump. I read this book called Funny You Should Ask, and it kind of feels like a like 2000s rom-com. So, like, maybe I recommend it. But I think I wasn't focusing enough to like it as much as I could have. I was reading it in, like, very small chunks, like four pages here, That's like seven pages here. If you do that, the books are never good. So, but I think you might like this book. So, Funny You Should Ask, look it up. Okay, and then I'm not going to give any spoilers away at all because Abby hasn't seen it, but I saw Don't Worry, Darling, on Monday, and let okay, me tell let's you. Okay, let talk about it because the internet is up in flames about I'm Don't Worry, Darling. I'm a movie critic if I've ever heard of one, and I also am not – like I like Harry Styles, but I'm not a Harry sympathizer. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> I'm not just going to say it's excellent because he's in it. I am obsessed. If anybody wants to go see it again, I will be there. I loved the movie. I can't. I You're saw like it. waiting outside the theater for it to open I, at 11 a.m. I saw it on Monday and I'm still thinking about it. The script, I really want to hear your take when you finally see it. The script could have been better in my opinion. Like a lot of critics online were saying it wasn't complex enough and I understand what they're saying. And the girl mm-hmm. who wrote it, the screenwriter, hasn't written a psychological thriller before. interesting she hasn't written a ton of stuff so maybe that's why but the costumes the music Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. palm springs late 50s was immaculate 
I can't stop listening to the soundtrack. It was so the cinematography, superb. And if you see 50s Housewives this Halloween, you know why it's from this movie. Well, I wish I was blonde because <laughs> there's two notable things that Florence Pugh wears. One's the closing scene, so I won't give that away. But the other one is her. She, like, wears – it was on the poster. She wears the same white button down with her hairstyle, the same way with the mm-hmm. black bow and the little black heels to kiss Harry Styles goodbye every single morning. That would be a really cute costume. That is cute, and that's also simple and yeah. easy. Um, the hardest part is, like, there. figuring out how to do your hair like her. For you lazy blondes out there. <laughs> <laughs> but I have never been more obsessed with Florence. She's only yeah. like, what, 27, I think? Miss Flo. She is stunning. And I already Everything knew he was an excellent actor because The Little Woman's one of my favorite movies. And then also she was really good in Midsummer. Um, so I already knew she was an excellent actor. But I'm obsessed mm-hmm. with her from this movie. I loved oh. her. I'm so excited because usually when you really like a book or a movie, I will also really like a book or movie because we're very yeah. interested in the same type of things. So I'm really looking forward to if it. Florence, I think we're going to try and see it on Tuesday. Yeah, you should. If Florence hadn't been in it, I don't think I would have liked it this much. I'll say if that. If it was cast differently. Yes. Don't go see so it with really your parents. really what made it was you were thinking the cinematography of it, and the acting, not There's, the story. Yeah, 1,000%. There's a heavy okay. sex scene in the first like 15 minutes. <laughs> so just fast forward if you're watching with mom and dad. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> But it was so good and I loved it and I can't wait until it comes out on some sort of streaming service and or I just go see it again. And like I said, not because of just Harry start Styles. Watching it back to back. Not because of Harry Styles, because of all the rest. Yeah. I actually uh, loved- I think it's so- it's so funny on TikTok, the people making fun of the scene of Harry going, I gave you all of this, Alice. Yeah. All of well, this the reason is his- because of me. The reason his accent is so bad, they'll explain in the movie. Oh, okay. That's why his accent is no odd. No spoilers, no spoilers. Yeah, no, but they explain why. It's not him being a bad actor. <laughs> I gave you all of this. And house. Olivia Wilde plays Florence and Harry's neighbor, and she mm-hmm. her character was really, really fun. I loved her character a lot. It'd be fun to be the director and like write yourself in as yeah. the fun character, and like Mr. Rocky Balboa. I started asking questions about her life because she was just having sex with Harry Styles, cooking, wearing makeup and pretty dresses and shopping with her friends all day on like his credit Sounds card. Sounds like a dream. So I don't know why she started asking questions. <laughs> uh, but yes, that's my take on Don't Worry Darling and I can't wait until you see it. Okay, I'm so excited. Now into the meat and the potatoes of what we're talking about today. <laughs> I love saying meat and potatoes. You sound like bring either a cruise director or an eighth grade sex ed teacher. <laughs> All right, time to get into the meat and potatoes. Put your happy caps on. Yeah. Um, self-talk is really important. So the the TikTok that I recently vented about that resonated with a ton of people was talking about comparison and how I've always struggled with comparison, especially my body. Ever since I can literally remember. Like I'm trying to think back to yeah, when think it started. Think about your earliest memory for me. I honestly feel like it was fifth or sixth grade, which is so young. But that's the way we're socialized as girls. Like everything is so strangely a competition. It feels that way. And even now as adults in our young 20s, we'll like go out. And if I'm at a party where I'm like meeting other girls or like some guy brings his girlfriend or whatever, like I don't know if this is just me in my head, but at at the very first, at the very start, before you guys start talking and get to know each other, it kind of already still feels like a competition in a way. And I hate it. I mean, I hate other women. Yes, like who's the hottest in the room, who's the most charismatic, who's the most fun. Like I don't know if this is just a me thing, but I really don't think it is. And that's why mean girls are formed So because you, uh, they view things as a competition, not like 
everyone there's not room for everyone at the table this is so fascinating so you assume when you walk into a room and are talking to people that everybody is judging each other on who's the prettiest who's the hottest who's the x y and z like sometimes That's okay. and, you can and this is why i think i'm toxic like am i the problem because this is all going on in my head That's but i know i'm not alone in this i think lots of people think this way I was talking to a friend That's recently. why girls sit in the corner with their arms crossed and like glare at other girls. And that's why girls think that other girls don't like them because we're all sizing each other up. I was talking to a friend recently and she was saying, not that exactly, but that when she's in a room with a bunch of new people, that she's mm-hmm. worried everybody's paying too much attention to her and thinking this about her, this first impression about her, X, Y, Z, all of these first impressions about her. She's, yeah, that's yeah. what's giving her anxiety. And we all have a little bit of social anxiety in us, especially coming out of the pandemic. But mine is more like a hierarchy thing, like, like abroad goggles. Like if this is the pool of people you're working with, where do we all fit in the hierarchy? Like we're all on a plane together. We're going to crash on the Island. Where do we all fit on the hierarchy? Like where do we all fit at this house party sort of deal? That's fascinating. I'm paying attention to. (laughs) Yeah. What are you, what are you thinking? What's going on in Ashley's head? I walk to, and so the setting is we walk into like maybe like a birthday party for a friend where we don't know everyone that's there. Yeah, you know some people, but not everyone. I'm paying attention to how everyone's dressed. Okay, in 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 what way? Like, do they look like presentable and put together? Do or do they just look like they could not care less about how they look while they're here? So I'm paying attention to how they're dressed. And when I say how they're dressed, are they just really nice? Just not like obviously like still fun and on trend, but are they dressed really nice? And something that like I would want to wear, or like I want to tell them that I like that. Or was so maybe it's someone I would get along with, or are they dressed like nice, but maybe just not like appropriate for the setting? Like, let's say like they didn't so, read the room. Yeah, they didn't read the room right. Like, let's say we're going to maybe some bars. They're dressed like they're going to some a club. Like, they didn't read the room right, maybe. Right, like we're going to breweries, and they're dressed like we're going to an underground club in West Hollywood. Yeah. So, did, who's who dressed appropriately and like read the room correctly for this? And also, I pay attention to who is like when they're talking the most open and like laughing the most and just seems How like the most smiley and laughing the most. And that person I would probably gravitate towards because they seem this the makes me laugh because I'm thinking about if you and I were in a room so at mine a party are like appearances and yeah, and the way they speak, I guess. Mine is less about what they're wearing and more about their actual physical attributes that's like their body and their face and their hair mine is a <laughs> because one wise boy well, told I me put, that not I hot put and hair. nobody cares what you're wearing i put wait what'd you say <laughs> boys always say that hot is hot it doesn't matter what you're wearing you could be wearing a trash bag you could be wearing a skimpy little tank top you could be wearing a turtleneck if you're hot you're hot yeah but i'm not here to like hook up with a woman i'm here to befriend one <laughs> I'm, not, uh, I'm saying from a voice yeah, perspective. Yeah. Not, well, well not when I say what you're wearing, I also lump makeup and hair into that. Okay. Well, if you and I were in a room together, you would intimidate the hell out of me. Yeah, but also you'd probably be like, that girl didn't read the room because I never dress for the theme. <laughs> like, I'm always just wearing whatever the hell I want. <laughs> yeah, but you're never dressed like you're going to an underground club. You'd be like, someone didn't tell her. Someone wants you? attention. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's true. I do. I do. I always want it. Um, Interesting. Okay. So when you walk into a room and you don't know everyone and everyone has like a little bit of nerves, a little bit of like social anxiety, like, oh, we got to go meet some new people. Do you have like a, a self-talk ritual that you do? Like what's going on in your head? Like you should go talk to that person or be confident or like what, what kind of thoughts do you have in, internally about Other yourself? people, third parties to me and you. And by that, mm-hmm. I mean friends I know both of us have told me in the past to me. They've thought to themselves in a new situation, what would Abby Hunt behave like? 
Stop. <laughs> it's, I can no. like two different peppermint people that have told me that. That's <laughs> actually iconic. Um, well, if it's like a birthday party, hopefully I've had a drink before while I get ready, so that should loosen things up. <laughs> Fingers crossed. I <laughs> I go into the house with um probably whoever I showed up with. I'm probably didn't go alone. And I walk into this theoretical birthday party. I guess I'm going to one tomorrow night. I'll pay more attention because my friend. Oh, yeah. This is good market research for you. Is inviting all of our friends and then obviously some of her college friends. So I've met some of them a few times and some hopefully none. So that way I can pay more attention to my market research of myself. <laughs> yes, please report back. We can talk about this next week. Um, so I go in and I am probably talking and laughing with the people that I already know and then I grab a drink and while I'm grabbing the drink hopefully there's some people that I don't know as well lingering around wherever the drinks are and then I make some sort of joke about whatever drink I'm grabbing <laughs> sound like I'm trying to pick up a woman <laughs> I make a joke about whatever drink I'm grabbing or what the costume theme is or anything of that sort to the people that I don't know as well that are standing by the drinks and that is how you get things started and that is how I met your mother. And that is so, how I met your mother. So I, I don't immediately approach people. Do you have people. any insecurities? Let's just start there. Yeah. You got any? Yeah, one second. I was also going to say I don't just approach people like and slam into them the way I'm sure you do. Um, oh. <laughs> wow. How, what kind words you've yeah. chosen? <laughs> Not in a bad way. I just know that you're like a puppy. Like you just run into the place and you start talking to people. Yeah. I more like approach it from a sidelong view. Okay, yeah, you like to observe first before you take yeah, action. Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, I'm not insecure I'm about like my height. action adjust later. Like. I'm not insecure about my height at all, but like if you'll notice, I always, always, always wear like taller shoes when I go out or in a social setting because it does make me feel intentional. Yeah. Because when I'm You feel like people look down upon you literally and figurative figuratively when you're five it makes, three or however tall you are. I'm five four. It makes me feel more confident. <laughs> and B, yeah, I don't like craning my neck up. Okay. Um, See, sure. I'm trying to think how else I feel insecure. I feel really insecure if I only know like one other person there. And I just grab a drink and have to throw myself into the ring and start talking. You grab a drink, you take a seat, and you just go with it? Oh, I never sit down at one of these social settings. Sitting down is a death yeah. sentence. That makes you seem like Sitting you down are. is like nobody fucking talk to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I never ever sit down. Loner. And then I try not to go on my phone. That's I'm, like, good. Taking a That's picture. actually really good. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think what else. Usually if I'm in a setting where I feel like confident, like I know a good amount of people that are there, I'll be someone who's always like, you guys, we should just play a drinking game. Like, let's get that going. And usually mm-hmm. that is an open, open floodgate into speaking to other people that you don't know. Yes, good. So, okay, I have drinking game is also a way, even if you don't know a lot of people at the thing, like tell like four people that are immediately around you, you guys want to play a drinking game? And then they say yes. And then you tell everyone else, hey, let's play a game. Yeah, that's cool. You're like the ringleader. Uh, yeah, You're getting everyone ringleader. to join yeah. in. <clears throat> but I if have you, some confidence tips. Yeah, what are some confidence tips if you are someone that also is not in a drinking situation? Okay, so because that's this where I can clam up more. Me, yeah, this reminds me of that TikTok audio. That's like, what do you do when you're not that fearless and confident and whatever? And it's like, fake it. Yeah, I'd rather do that. I'd just pretend, or else I'd rather be depressed or whatever. I totally just butchered that, but everybody knows what I'm talking about. Uh So basically, even if I'm not feeling 100% confident, I just pretend I do because the thing about confidence is nobody knows if it's real or not. Yeah. And as long as you're exuding it, even if it's a facade at first, people will see that and they will gravitate towards that. But some things to make you actually feel confident beforehand 
is wear something that you feel really confident in. Pick something that you put on your body and you're like, yes, this is it. This is everything. And that can be different for everyone. It doesn't have to be what everyone else is wearing or what you think everyone else will like or whatever. Wear what you like, what you're comfortable in, and what makes your body look good. That's step number one. That will always help. Next is always hold your shoulders back. I've noticed myself doing this very straight. Almost like ridiculously push your shoulders back and and stand really tall and it makes you feel more confident even if you're not feeling that way on the inside. I've noticed that from my own experience. Um, The not looking at your phone is a good one because if you stand in the corner and look at your phone, you just kind of look like you're nervous or something. Let's be honest. People are obsessed with talking about themselves. So literally just approach anyone and start asking them questions about themselves and never ask yes or no questions. You don't Mm -hmm. order something like that. I always ask open-ended questions. And a good one to start with because people are going to be like, what are you supposed to do? Walk up to them and ask how many siblings they have? Like, no, you can say, what, did you go anywhere fun this summer? Or what was your that's highlight of your summer? Or highlight of your summer? That's such a good one. Also seasonal. What are you thinking of being for Halloween? Are you, what do you, do you enjoy Halloween? dressing up? Um, <laughs> <laughs> don't say that. Do you enjoy dressing up? <laughs> Abby's like, yes, my entire closet is just costumes. <laughs> Yes. And also something else to remember is that it's very likely that the people around you are also a little bit nervous and maybe they also don't know every single person there. So they're just grateful that someone came up and talked to them. Something that I actually need help with, you can coach me, is that I'm through and through a girl's girl to Mm -hmm. like very through and through. I have no trouble talking to like a boy at a bar, but at like some sort of intimate gathering, like talking to new boys, sometimes like, what am I supposed to talk to you about? Okay, even that is hard for me. This, if, I'm, if, we're not, if I'm not like attracted to or anything and just supposed to be conversational, what am I supposed to say to you? No, honestly, it's better <laughs> if you're not attracted to them. Oh, really? Because it is the opposite. If you're not attracted to them, there's no like nervous butterflies. And if you are attracted to them, it propels you forward, the nervous energy. I don't know. I don't know about that. I feel like it's a safe space if they're like not that cute because then you can just really joke around with them and they're probably it. funny. If we're being honest, they're probably more funny and charismatic. I've known so many boys at parties to be like attractive, but they're like literally sticks in the mud, no personality whatsoever. So what the hell are you supposed to talk to them about? Nothing. But I like, what's your go-to drink? That's always a good question. What are we drinking tonight, boys? What are we trying to get into? Calling Things them like boys that. together. Boys, <laughs> gentlemen. I was that game. Gentlemen, gentlemen, brothers, I was brethren. <laughs> Hey, you catch the game on Friday, and then they'll be like, "Oh, you watch phone," and you're like, "Literally, no." I no, just felt yeah. like I should say that to you. Yeah, yeah. what game? Um, okay, well, go out and report back to us on how we're supposed to handle that situation. Okay. Yes, totally. Um, okay. Next, moving on from the party setting, just self talk in general. Let's let's talk about that for a sec because I've gotten a lot better at this and squashing the negative thoughts, and so. As we all know, social media is the root of all comparison, especially like even in the fitness world where people are pretty body positive. We get like, it. We get it. You're a fitness guru. I'm such a fitness girl. But because of that, because I've taken interest, literally my For You page is all like workouts and super fucking ripped, shredded girls who have no ounces of body fat. And I'm literally like, okay, like I survivor. Yes. And I'm like, I work out all the time. How do I not look like that? First of all, genetics. Second of all, diet. But anyways... It's just interesting. I compare myself a lot 
And so sometimes when I need to squash the negative thoughts, I literally have to exit the app. I have to get out, get up, get a glass of water. We're not thinking about that anymore. Just stop it in its tracks. And that's helpful for me. Another thing is when I'm working out and stuff, I, two years ago, never would have caught me dead wearing just a sports bra and like leggings or shorts at the gym. Never would have caught me dead. I would have to wear a t-shirt or something. Now you can't rip them off. Now, now I could show up naked literally to the gym and be like, let's fucking go, you know, because I've just, we're all there to better ourselves and it's a really positive environment. So find a gym that, shout out title, has a positive environment where everyone is supportive and uplifting. You open up the first nude gym. <laughs> Ew, that would actually be so disgusting. Yeah, I can't even envision it. Down the equipment. I hate it so much. Um, but anyways, I think just continuously showing up for yourself and telling yourself, reminding yourself of all the things that your body can do and that it's so strong and that you're working out for the sake of being able to live a long, healthy life and just being grateful for your health. I think that's a really good place to start. Like sometimes when I'm running or doing a certain workout that I'm finding really hard, I'm just thinking in my head, like how grateful I am to have my health and be so strong and be able to work on my body and my physical and mental health in this way, because not everyone gets that opportunity and not everyone is healthy. That's beautiful, Abby. Thank you so much. Thank you for <laughs> And I'm at that, I'm dropping my mic and I am turning in my podcast and that's over. Everything's over. And <laughs> scene. Um, I think that also, well, we've already, we said this a long time ago, like one of our first episodes, Um, but the way that you talk to yourself, would you ever speak, if you're talking negative to yourself, would you ever speak to either your best friend that way? Or the really little version of yourself. Like, would you ever right. tell five-year-old you, you look awful, you look like you've put on weight lately, you shouldn't be wearing that out? No, you wouldn't tell a five-year-old that. No, and I we could talk about this literally every episode because it's such a good reminder. And you want to tell your best friend that. And if you would, yeah. that's nuts. <laughs> and if, yeah, seriously, if, if you would, like, with some help. But – we're so kind to others and in the way we treat and think about others and our little self. Why aren't we kind to our own selves with our own thoughts? Because at the end of the day, you're the only person that's going to spend your entire life with you, just and you and your thoughts. So you also, better start forming those healthy habits now or else. <laughs> when you talk horribly to yourself and you think, wow, I've put on weight lately. I shouldn't wear X, Y, and Z out. Um, you are still talking to the five-year-old version of you. You're still her. Or him for the eight percent boy listeners, <laughs> but you're still the you're still the five year old her, and you're still like the twelve year old her that's embarrassed to do to like get her hair wet at the pool, and you're still the sixteen year old so her that wants to like impress a boy, and you're still talking to all of them too. So it's not fair to say, well, I'm a grown up now; it doesn't matter how I talk to myself or to my friends or to my yeah, sister or something. That you're still talking to all the versions of her. It's so true. And if you're feeling like you're in a rut right now in terms of just being really negative with your body image or the way you look or whatever, I have two actionable steps that you can take to help improve. Oh, action items. Action items. One is, I think I stole this from therapy. It's been in like all of these, every group I've ever had where we like talk about our body image struggles, they always tell you to do this act exercise. You have to stand in front of your mirror completely naked for five whole minutes and at first you like literally set a timer it feels like an eternity and maybe at first you're just going to stand there and look at all the things you hate about your body 
and try not to, and you'll want to look away and you'll want to be done. But if you do it every day for a week, I guarantee you by the end of the week, you're going to start noticing all of the great things about yourself and hopefully form some type of dialogue internally about all of the great things that your body can do. And for some reason, something psychologically, like if you just stand there and stare at yourself naked, it's going to help you get there to that, that positive mental place. And then another thing is based on what we were just talking about, printing out a picture of younger you and putting it in your mirror. Yes. And not to um, steal from Kendall Jenner, but (laughs) we're stealing stealing from Kendall Jenner because she was talking about this on a podcast, how um, she has a picture of little her up on her mirror. And that's just a reminder when you see yourself, because the mirror is always where you criticize yourself, especially in the bathroom mirror, um, that you're also talking to her and she is still you and you would never talk to little four-year-old her that way. Yeah. And I think that's going to be really impactful. And it's something that I want to do. Actually, I need to find a picture of myself. Actually, you have one sitting right there. I got this fugly one of me in first grade or something. (laughs) Like I actually would talk to her that way. (laughs) I'd be like, twerp, get your teeth fixed. Like what's wrong with you? Let me see. No, no, no. It's, I used to be really ugly. I'm not even going to lie to you. That's real. Just, maybe try finding if you if you're already that quick to shut down that picture. Maybe try looking for like like infant you or three year old. I'm not you. so sure because this one's worse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I retract everything I've said. I would talk to her this way. I think that's why I'm so confident now too. Is because I was confident at my ugliest phases growing up, and now I know that I look better than that. So like, hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. I must be a supermodel that's compared to what so I look funny. Like growing up. Um, Anyways. <laughs> So, yeah, anyways, that's not going to work for Abby, but for anyone else listening. <laughs> I got another mindset thing too. Something that resonates me resonates with me, there's two statements. One, the way you look should be the least interesting thing about you and is the least interesting thing about you. You are so complex and you are so much more than your outward appearance and all of us are. So everyone, stop being so hard on yourselves. And then the other one is there is something about you that another person wishes they could have. Even if you think yeah. you're really the ugliest person alive, there have been times in your life where people silently, your silent admirers have looked at you and been like, her hair is so stunning. I wish I could grow my hair like that or I wish my hair could be as shiny and silky or I love the shape of her nose. I wish my nose could be that shape or she's so lucky to have her ears pierced. I've never been able to pierce my ears because I have, I'm allergic to metal and I wish that I could pierce my ears. Something. Everybody has something that someone else has looked at and coveted. And if you think about that, as opposed to looking at all the influencers or whoever, celebrities, whatever they might be, girls on the street that you're like, wow, she's so pretty. People are thinking that same thing about you. End scene. End scene with that. And some people are thinking, wow, Abby's so confident when she goes into this party. I wish I had her confidence. I know. And whenever you say things like that to me, Ashley, like when you tell me that people have literally said, sometimes I just think about what would Abby Hunt do if she was at this party? First of all, crying in the club. That makes me feel so cool. That makes me feel like literally Brooke Davis. Um, But another thing is a lot of the times I do fake it. Because after a while of faking it, it becomes real. Yeah. You just have to fake it like at the beginning. Just like going to sleep. We lay there in bed and we pretend to sleep until we actually fall asleep. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how confidence works. That's how you break down the essence of what it means to be confident. And we basically broke it down for you. There it is. There it is. Case closed. Make um, run. <laughs> Everyone, don't be so hard on yourself. We're all doing our best. 
We are all out here grinding, supporting one another, women who support women. And thank you so much for supporting our podcast, by the way, on the tune of that. It's so special to me. And I'm so glad that we can have these conversations. Thank you, Ashley. I love you. God bless America and God bless Feral Friday. Abby's on her high horse because she gained a couple hundred followers. <laughs> More That's monologues. Me on my soapbox and I will be stepping off now. More monologues coming soon. All right, go tear it up, kids. <laughs>